The information contained within this podcast does not consider your personal circumstances and is of a general nature only. You should not act on it without first obtaining professional financial advice specific to your circumstances. Paul Atherton is an ex-Wall Street advisor on a mission to help young people win back their financial power, wealth and security. He does this by helping them understand the hidden world of finance, risk and investments, helps them figure out how it impacts them and to seize the opportunities to make it work to their advantage. This is Paul Street Journal. I'm here this morning with Paul Atherton. How are you, Paul? I'm really well, Tim. It's good to hear. I've heard the term emergency fund thrown around, and it sounds yeah. pretty important. I don't know what it is. Uh, do I need one? Yeah. Well, I guess the the, the clue is in the name, Tim, right? Yeah, the, it's there for, for the whole point of an emergency fund is to set up as an emergency. And part of the problem is, I think, is people don't set it up because we don't tend to plan for emergencies. We tend to plan or not plan our lives or... Just go with, the, go with the flow, so to speak. But emergency funds are incredibly important. And what it's there for is, like the name says, it's there for those particular circumstances that you didn't plan for, but didn't plan for in such a way that they are disrupting to your cash flow, to your uh, financial life. I'm going to give you a few examples. You know, it could be as small as the, the boiler blows up or, your, you know, maybe uh, your car breaks down and it's enough of a financial constraint and problem for you that you don't know where you're going to get the money. That's, that's really the, the test is you, we don't know where you're going to get the money. Uh, perhaps the more dramatic uh, version would be you uh, lose your job. You know, you, you, all of a sudden you're out of work and you don't know when your next job is going to come along. Um, potentially that could be many months away. So, you know, when I talk to my clients and when I talk to anybody, one of the most important aspect to get down almost immediately is to start thinking about how you're going to save for an emergency fund. And one great thing about having an emergency fund is those that start doing it and building up an emergency fund feel a sort of real tremendous sense of relief because they know they've got something there that will be there for that rainy day. And we all know rainy days happen. And that relief is just its quite tremendous, actually. And you, you start walking around realizing, oh, my God, I was having that low level of stress around me without realizing it until it's relieved. And I guess the first question that comes when we talk about emergency funds is, you know, well, how much? You know, how, how, how much do I need in my emergency fund? And generally my answer was anything is better than nothing, but I like to start with a minimum of three months. So if you think about that, three months, sorry, I should say, be more clear of this, three months of uh, sort of a living salary, you know. So if you're a single, maybe that's your, literally your salary saved away for three months. So you could live off that. Whatever it is, family, you come up with that budget, you know what your money is, you know how much you need to, you live off every particular month. Now you need three months of those. Three months is a pretty good number because most people can get themselves sorted out within three months. Within a month, if it was only a month, that's a lot tighter. And of course, the vast majority of the people, uh, I don't know if you know these statistics, they've, they've been bounced around a bit, but uh, people literally, I think it's over 50% of people have less than one week worth of money in, or cash in their account. And a lot just have nothing or less than nothing, you know, just debt. So an emergency fund is very important, but the first step in that process of setting it up is knowing how much you know, how much you need to save, or how much should be in that account. So three months is a minimum. Personally, I like to have a year because um, that's my sort of, you know, paranoia. I like to think that 
you know, I could take a year off if I need to. And that's what an emergency fund does. And it doesn't have to be invested. You could put it, you could, you know, why I say I would suggest it is an invested. It's more of a cash instrument. Um, you could put it in something very safe, like safe bonds, but somewhere very liquid, liquid meaning that you can access it almost instantly. Okay, so the step process, there's a four-step process, I can say, about emergency funds. So the first is knowing the amount. The, the second one is, you, well, now that you know the amount, well, you've got to set up the, a separate account, right? So you just say you know mentally that it should be three months. If you have one account, that's also your living account. It's also your emergency account. It's also your investment account. It's also your fund account. Well, then you really don't have that saved away. So set up your separate account. Put it aside. Put it in an investment account. Put, you know, again, in safe money market funds or something like that. Even in a separate institution to help you. There's no need to go with the same institution. Mm -hmm. I think we sort of lumbered with this fact that we really need it. Well, look, today's day and age where everything's electronic, we can set things up very simply. Often separate institutions are better. And you can set them up as a, a online account attached to a card online from account. a different institution, for instance. That's mm. cr- absolutely correct. Maybe that'll give you some sort of psychological barrier there too, which is quite important. Okay, so you set up, you know your amount, you set up a separate account, maybe like you say, suggest him and a, even at a separate institution. Well, how do you build it? Well, it's very, very important. You have to have a process because, you know, it doesn't build itself. You know, this is where automation is your your friend. And you can have it automatically paid out of your account. And I like to talk to people and say, just think of it as a tax, you know. Taxes are raised, you just deal with it, right? Just, that's life. Well, just put this little tax on yourself. And the great news is that tax goes to the, you know, the fund of yourself rather than uh, building roads or whatever that the government does with it. So that little tax set aside. Start small, you know, just start. You don't really feel much of an impact and you'll get comfortable with it and you can ratchet up over time. So automation is such a powerful tool because you, like a lot of things in life, you know, on the negative side, we often set up automatic payments, don't we, to pay for our regular things like Netflix and Spotify. And, you know, and over time we go, oh my God, I've got 20 of these and some I never use. Right, we'll set up one that goes directly to yourself. All right, so that's automation. So we know our amount, we've set, set up a separate emergency account and we're now automating our regular flows. Well, the next one is what I call leveling up. So well, what does that mean? Well, that means, again, we started small, we know a small amount, but actually, where, where can we get more money into that? And people can be quite creative here. You know, maybe you've got stuff around the house that is just old, you can eBay it, you know, you can sell things, you can stale things that never used, remove them. Um, a lot of people do uh, little side businesses nowadays to start putting and they put it all aside in a separate account i've got a friend that uh has a little um amazon business on the side he sells stuff through amazon and it's a, you know it's not going to make him a trillion dollars but it makes him a decent amount of money and he doesn't need it so he just puts it aside puts it in that separate account and that builds up an emergency account and again tim you won't believe the positive impact that has onto your mental well-being and after all, that's probably one of the most important aspects. So so there you go. So I'm a big fan of emergency funds. There's a four-step process. I've written a blog about this, but uh, you, know, you can hear it live here. Oh, good. And thank you for talking with us today. It certainly seems as if I actually had something very similar to this. So um, I feel very comfortable knowing that I should Did have. the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Thank awesome. you very much. Great, Tim. Thank you. Bye. 
Paul Street Journal.